Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Lauren, Chris, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, how are you? Good. How's it going? Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. Hello. Hello. On today's show, we're going to be doing a Walt Disney World news update. And we've got a couple of news stories, pretty fun stuff, and a little bit of a variety. So let's jump into this. And Chris, you're going to start us off. Frozen. Okay. So this is just a rumor right now. So please keep that in mind. But we're hearing from our sources that Frozen is scheduled to open June 17th. Now, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen June 17th. But we had been told initially that the Frozen ride and and Epcot, um, which is taking over the old Norway attraction, um, we had been told that that was going to open in the spring. But now, I mean, I was over there like two weeks ago and it it totally didn't look like anything was ready over there. But um, now we're hearing gossip that it's about, it's going to happen June 17th. So... Get your little frozen loving selves down there and go <laughs> wait in line. It's going to be great. It's going to be a long line. It's going to be, you know what? If you start lining yeah. up now, though, you could be first. You may want to get a snack in, Margar- in, a, in like a margarita and a snack in, in Mexico and then head over to Norway because you're going to have think plenty you need to, of time. You need to keep it authentic and get some rice pudding and reindeer meat. I think the margarita oh. will help you more. Wow. The, the margarita might help you get the reindeer meat down. Oh. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You may need two margaritas for that, though. Uh, you need a Sven lookalike. Aww. That was weird. That yeah, was that, weird. That was. <laughs> oh. Wait, oh, it's Kristoff. Sorry, not Sven. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're talking about reindeer meat, go. and then you talk about Sven. Listen, I think it's a little disturbing to talk about eating reindeer meat and Sven in the same sentence. I met Kristoff. I met Kristoff, actually, for all you lonely Disney girls. You know what I mean. You're talking about eating reindeer meat and Kristoff. How much better. (laughs) He likes reindeer meat. Uh He does not. This is going someplace very dark very quickly. (laughs) All right. I I have to just say, I have this friend... um, her name is Jenny, and she's a listener with the show. She listens to the show. And um, does she like reindeer meat? No, but she <laughs> loves Flynn Rider. And so, whenever <laughs> I, I just was thinking of Jenny when I, I never just leave me alone. <laughs> I think, but Jenny, you know what I'm talking about with Flynn Rider. And, you know, anyhow, it's her cartoon boyfriend. Okay. So, I think it'll be very exciting when this attraction opens, and I really hope the 17th is when it's happening. Um, But that's, like I said, that's cast member gossip. Which is usually pretty accurate. It's probably close. We haven't heard, usually what we hear is people saying, hey, you know, some, um, you know, people have been assigned or they've been told or they're working extra shifts or whatever. But we haven't heard that yet. But it's a little early for that. Okay. Having said that, nothing opens on time at, at Disney, so don't get your hopes up. I'm going to try to go down there at the end of June with my children. You're going to go down there in the morning, actually. When it opens? No, to tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Oh, you, oh, that's true, yes. But all I'm I'm doing is flower and garden, so. Yeah, so we'll have to do a flower and garden show when you return from your flower and garden opening. That is going to be awesome. So look how much we digressed at just one tiny piece. We talked about cartoon boyfriends, flower and garden, 
cast member gossip. Just keep one thing in mind. June 16th. Be there. Okay, we, Steve. We go off so track said, very quickly, don't we? Thank you. said it was you. June 17th. Yeah, I try, I'm, I'm trying to mess everyone up. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve. Thank you. Save us. Diamond. Um, oh, so yeah, just a real quick story. So Magic Kingdom, the Diamond Horseshoe is um, open for lunch and dinner. Uh, and they've got the, it's a kind of a family style. So they have the toss salad and then they have the uh, split ham and also a barbecued uh, turkey and then a couple is, different dessert items. Same thing for lunch. Is there such thing as split ham? It's called a split roasted ham. Eh, that doesn't sound good. It's served with uh, country beans and uh, seasonal vegetables. Do you know what it also sounds like? It sounds like they just got some stuff from over at Liberty Tree Tavern. Brought it in. I mean, yeah. I would be more excited if there was a show with this. You mean like with um, like cowboys and stuff like that? Well, there's is, yeah, the old horseshoe the, show. Didn't there used to be a show in there yeah, years ago? Yeah. Vaudeville. Yeah. I remember going in there as a show when it isn't, isn't that where <laughs> it was a show, but it wasn't a dinner theater? Right. Um, yes. Years ago. They yeah. Had no food. Yeah. Cause I remember going as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had a magician. I got, yes. a, I got a giant. Dancing girls. Dancing there's, girls. there's nothing better than old man Griswold's. I know. Well, I was there. I got pulled up on stage. Back in the day, I got pulled up. I got pulled up on stage and I had to help with the magic act. And they, they give you the little. Um, a little boy. Yes. <laughs> they give you the magic wand and it like kind of falls apart when you hold on to it. So they did that. I, is yes. that when you. Is that what like started your love of magic it was i don't know and then they gave me a giant goofy like you know two foot pencil with goofy on the end as an eraser i know this story because somebody rubbed your father's bald head right yes and then the lady comes around and she <laughs> sings and she takes the was that a diamond horseshoe or, yeah. or over at hoopty do no it was diamond horseshoe you know they rub his bald head everywhere well yeah so they they sing and then they have a mirror and they shine the mirror in the audience and then they like you know, leave lipstick kisses all over the, and they're like, don't rub it off. I'm going to make sure that everybody That's in here knows. gay for Disney. It was pretty, it was a good, it was a fun like, little hey. show. And then it, and then, um, and then it turned into an empty uh, venue and now it's going to be open for lunch and dinner in a family style, which would be great if there was some entertainment. It would make it, or even if there was just some like little, they used to do comedy act or they, something. It would they be would funny. spotlight things. And yeah, they you had, know, over the years, they'd have um, small stints of entertainment in there. So, Sharpie, we're going to go to you with a news story on um, cruises. Disney made a big surprise announcement today with two new cruise ships. Two brand new cruise ships are coming to Disney Cruise Line's fleet, uh, and the 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 door had been left open uh, with the with their their preferred shipbuilder uh, to get the get these ships built, uh, and and it had been uh, kind of rumored that 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 they would not exercise that option. Uh, but they will launch ship number five in 2021, uh, and Disney cruise ship number six in 2023. Uh, and they're both being built by, uh, Meyer Werft in Germany. Uh, so that, that announcement made, made today, March 3rd. I know you guys are going to be listening to this a little bit afterward, uh, but pretty exciting. Uh, and they're going to be slightly larger, 
uh, than what the dream and the fantasy are. Uh, so you can expect a slightly larger ship. Uh, and one, once again, 2021 and 2023, uh, each ship is going to be uh, approximately 135,000 gross tons. Um, and it's going to increase their capacity by approximately 50%. So whenever you take a look at at the the um, two original ships, the Magic and the Wonder, um, the much smaller ships than what they have recently built. Uh, so with with the with the dream and the fantasy. So speculation is already beginning. Where are they going to go? What ports will they sail out of? Give us a New York port. I don't know. I I think that New York has been a very popular port for them, specifically with sailing to Canada. Uh, And I could also possibly see Disney sailing to Bermuda. Oh, Bermuda is awesome. Let me tell you something. If they put a ship here in New York, I would be thrilled. And I can on it at the last minute sailings. (laughs) Yep. It's so expensive, though. This, this is my big thing about DCL is that um, the price, the price is ridiculous. See, but I think that this is going to help us tremendously with the cost because by I adding agree. two more ships, that means now we have to fill and they're going to be bigger ships, slightly bigger anyway. Um, they have to fill those and they want to keep them at capacity. So they're going to need to potentially maybe do some discounts. So if they have two ships total, 2,500 staterooms, let's just say average, they expect to have three people per stateroom. Whoa, that's a lot of people. Well, it's going to be, well, and it's also in 2021. You're looking at probably 3,500 passengers on that ship. Well, it said how many? It said 1,250 per ship. So figure double that, double occupancy at least, plus your third and fourth passengers in some of the cabins. Right. You're probably it's looking five. at probably like, yeah, you're probably looking at like three, 3,000 to 3,500 passengers. Wow. It's so still not 7, that big. 000. Look at the Anthem of the Seas. There's 6,000 passengers on that yep. ship. Yeah. It's still so a small it's still ship. not in, in that giga ship category. Which is nice. It's yeah. Mega Which, ship. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we've, we've been on the... What did we do? We didn't do, we did Oasis. We did, we did Oasis, which is um, similar in size. It's yeah. A little it was massive. It was like a, literally a floating city. Um, like a mall. It doesn't even look like a ship. It almost looks like an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Well, we walked onto the ship and the girls thought we were in a mall. That's the first wow. thing they said. They're like, this is like our, going to the mall because you walk into the mall. But um, yeah, the Disney ships, that'll be exciting. Unfortunately, it's we've got to wait till 2021. We've got to wait five years for those deals. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, something interesting that, that Disney has been toying with and, and they announced last year are the river cruises. Yep. Uh, so I don't know if, if maybe, um, maybe the bookings for those river cruises weren't, weren't meeting expectations, but I had read a lot and there was a lot of market speculation that Disney's next cruise ship announcement would be smaller river cruises um and it doesn't seem that 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 that's the case on this so maybe those aren't selling very well um but also interesting disney has started kind of segmenting their market a little bit with selling uh the specialty cruises like the the star wars day at sea uh and then they've also announced uh for the disney fantasy november 12th through the 19th a turner classic movies classic cruise uh, so so kind of interesting when is that uh november 12th through the 19th aboard the fantasy oh that's sort of fun. so what kind of hmm. shows what kind of movies are gonna are they gonna spotlight 
it's it's going to be kind of a, a hail to classic Hollywood. Uh, so so they're going to have a lot of the the streetmosphere uh, that you oh, would yeah. see in Hollywood studios. They're going to kind of have some of that aboard the ship. <laughs> the streetmosphere um, that they just got rid of in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. So okay. they had to put it somewhere, right? Steve? <laughs> for at least for at least for a, a week. week, five days, <laughs> so, something like so, that. Yeah, but but that's um, it's going to have stops in San Juan, uh, Saint Martin, and Castaway Key. Um, but yeah, so so Puerto Rico uh, is going to be added to that itinerary. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's it's essentially Disney's um, itinerary C that they sail uh, on the Eastern Caribbean uh, that that they sailed in 2014 and 2015. So so they're returning to that itinerary, but it's kind of with a special theming. So excited. maybe they'll put in some Southern Caribbean too when they they put these new ships out. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. Well, and then, and if you're a group, you can't even get a group deal on Disney. So maybe it'll hopefully open that back up again. Maybe they open that up again and maybe it won't be as popular now that they'll have six ships. And like Lauren was saying, maybe we'll be able to get some good deals again. It'd be nice. I think Disney is really starting to realize that, that their, their, their cruise market is, they really do excel uh, at, at cruises. And then I know, I don't just say that because I'm a Disney fan. Um, but whenever you board Disney cruise line, you have nothing to worry about. Uh, I mean, they are one of absolutely one of the safest cruise lines, uh, sailing the seas. So it, it's really exciting to see them grow this line, yep. uh, but also exciting to see possibly a, a better deal, uh, for Disney cruises in the future. It'll be a while though. It will yeah. be. It will be quite a few years. I, I think it's exciting. I do think you all might be a little optimistic about better deals, but we'll see. Well, it'll be. <sighs> it may level out eventually, but I think. It'll be at least a year or two after those ships are out. Right. That, you know, then the you might. Dies. Because they're, they're yeah, going to be Yeah, because they're going to be popular. But when they're popular, then maybe the, the Magic yeah, and the true. Wonder will need help and they might get a little discount. Yep. And I figure I they'll I, do Magic and Wonder since they're smaller ships. They'll maybe put them in Europe somewhere well, or Asia. I had heard when we do get... Alaska. When ship number five yep. and six comes along, it would be the size of the um, size of the fantasy, but the occupancy of the two original Magic and Wonder. Yeah, but that's not the case. No, that would have been nice, though. Yeah, but then you'd have to raise the price of those rooms to some yeah, ridiculous it amount. It would have been yeah. kind of like a luxury... Yeah. Well, that would be kind of different, actually. That would be kind of interesting if they did like a really, you know, like one ship kind of more of a luxury cruise ship. Although at, at these prices, they kind of already are. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And they also have the river yeah. cruises and those are very luxury. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and those are priced as luxury cruises as well. I'm going to just go to Pop Century with my base ticket and not worry about it. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I may upgrade to French Quarter one day too. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I I just talked to a honeymooner today, and she's actually a Mouse Chat listener. Hello, Christina, and um, she and her husband, you know, they were planning her honeymoon. It's a big deal. They're you know a young couple, and um, she was like, "Wow, we really wanted to go on a cruise, but you know, we looked at the price, and it was automatically dismissed." And you know, I think a lot of people feel that way. So yeah, yeah. and that's the one one trip in your life that you're really going to splurge on um, more than any other. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm the lucky camper that gets to deal with the new ticket 
Lisa put her finger pricing. on her nose last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the, the most popular story that everyone's all happy about, I'm sure. Okay, so Disney has come out with a new pricing structure. It affects only their single-day tickets. And it's going to be based on season. And, and a while ago, they, they introduced the new Magic Kingdom has its own special pricing, but then Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom Park, they have their special pricing. So we didn't eliminate that. We added to the confusion. We now have seasonal ticket pricing for those single-day p- tickets. And these are, of course, in the heavier seasons, uh, summertime, when it's more crowded, holidays. Those are going to be your um, your most expensive times. And your off-peak is going to be a value season, and that's going to be actually a, a cheaper price. So another new thing they're adding to this is that the one-day tickets didn't used to expire. Now they will expire. And they do give you plenty of time. They will expire on December 31st of the following year. So anything you buy in 2016 as a single day ticket will expire December 31st of 2017. Um, But if you don't use it for some reason, and it happens, if you don't use that ticket, it's going to be coded or, or somehow marked with how much you paid for that ticket. If you want to upgrade that ticket to a current ticket that's valid, you can bring that, trade it in, and they're going to give you credit for what you paid, but then you just pay the difference. And, you know, that could be $5, it could be $10, I don't know. Depends on when you do it. And, and so it's not a complete loss if you let the expiration go. Don't throw it away. It's still good. It still has a good value to it. It's going to be $100 or more. Okay, so... There are five types now. Well, there's, there's been the five types. You've got your Magic Kingdom only. You've got your other three parks, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and the Animal Kingdom Park. You have, that's your second one. Then you can add a hopper to a one-day ticket, which gets you into all four parks. You can add a water park feature to um, one of the parks. And then you have the hopper and the water park feature added to... Um, all of the parks as well. So it's, it's still confusing. I think I understand it, but uh, as far as the seasons, they do have, I may need a lesson. I don't really understand it. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. You know what? If I get some, some pictures out, it'll be easier to understand. Um, But as far as the seasons, it, it started at the end of February. So it is in full force right now. And you're going to have your, um, your peak season your spring break period, which is most of March, and then most of April, May goes to regular season and regular pricing. Um, End of May, all of June, and most of July is your peak season. Your peak season is also going to hit, um, you know, Easter and and your spring breaks, and then, of course, your Thanksgiving and your um, December holiday two-week period. Um. Going into September, September is almost all value. Just the 30th is regular. And then August is half and half. You've got half regular and half value. October, regular. November is mostly regular. And December is mostly regular. So it's kind of what you would expect. You've got mostly regular and then your peak times, um, heavy traffic, summer, holidays are Mm -hmm. going to be your peak. So 
I think some of the key things are, so the one we're talking about right now is Disney World. There's also uh, updates over at Disneyland, but for World, and it's only on one day tickets. The seasons, correct me if I'm wrong, everybody, but the seasoning, the seasonal ticket pricing is for one day tickets uh, only. And most people are buying, you know, two, three, four day, because they're doing it as a vacation. Uh, so the seasonal pricing is, is, you know, isn't in play for your standard vacate Disney vacation package Mm-mm. that comes with a ticket. Most people aren't going to go and buy a, a, a one day ticket. And the more days you add to your ticket, the the better value it is because Disney wants you to go the fourth, fifth, sixth day. Uh, so they increase the price just a little bit for those days. And it's much, a much better deal than uh, getting a cab, going off property and going to one of the other parks usually, uh, unless you really want to do it because it's just a kind of a nominal increase basically in ticket price once you get up past maybe the fifth day. Uh, going from four to five days, you're right. Fifth day makes it, what, like $11 per person to, yeah. to go from a four to a five day ticket. And yeah. it, it's that way all the way up to a 10 day ticket. But yeah, if you're just going to go for a one day to Epcot or one day to the Magic Kingdom, they're going to make you pay. It's going to be expensive. But if you're going as a vacation, um, they did have ticket price increases for a vacation, but they're uh, different. They're not seasonal and they're definitely a better value. And that's something to consider. A lot of people want to get a, um, a quick trip to Disney Inn. And when you do only three days or two days, you're paying a lot of money for those park tickets. But if you can go longer, stay in a value resort, get more days on your ticket, the value starts to come into play. And you're going to be paying a lower average per day for those additional days on your ticket. And that also increases the value that you're going to get out of your hopper because when you add a hopper or a water park fun and more feature, you are paying the same price whether you have a three-day ticket or a 10-day ticket. Mm -hmm. If you go to mousechat.net on our uh, website, we've got the prices for Disneyland, Disney World, and we also have the uh, seasonal charts for Disneyland and Disney World. You can look them up there. Yeah, by the time you get to those fifth and sixth days for a family of four to add an additional day in the park for 40 or 50 bucks, you can't go to a movie for that. No, no. And Steve always compares it to things like concerts um, where you're, you're seeing a two hour show and you're paying anywhere from 60 to hundreds of dollars. And he's like, I can go all day to Disney for a hundred dollars at, you know, at the top. And it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, well, and there's a lot and of it's people. It's such a com- good, good, safe environment and entertaining and clean. And, you know, you, well, can't there's, you know, there's a lot of new stories. And, but I think if you compare the, the vacation price for a seven day Disney World trip to a seven day other, you know, equivalent vacation, you're, you're, you know, you're comparing apples to apples. That makes it a little, it's, it's, they increase it to, to stay in price with the vacation market for, uh, other vacations, if you were going to do a Great Wolf Lodge and do everything there for five days or whatever and versus a Disney trip, you know, they try to make sure they're in the same ballpark as everywhere else. It's sort of interesting because people were really up in arms about it. But when you really look at it, this ticket price, the seasonal ticketing, it only it, it affects such a small percentage of people. And frankly, I think the people it affects the most is probably Florida residents who maybe go like once a year and just go in one day. 
So it doesn't really even affect a lot of people, but we saw some things, um, you know, everyone was talking about uh, a couple articles that came out that said that they were trying to cut out the middle class. That makes no sense at all. First of all, why would Disney cut out their base? Um, but I agree. I, I still think it's a really good value, even with the increases. Um, and I just think people got up in arms over it when you really consider the fact that the seasonal pricing doesn't really affect most people. I agree. I There was one point in that, that mention, you know, the article that you were talking about that it's, it's for the, the upper class. Um, Disney does increase their prices more than the cost of living each year. Right. It's, it's, it's substantial. Like I think someone pointed out the cost of living increase was only 1.5% and their increase was something like 12 or something. So mm. it's supposed to, I'm always told, you know, if pricing isn't out and I need to quote something for a year ahead, add 7%. So they yeah. tend to stick to about a, 10, a 7% increase, give or take. Um, but that's, even at 7%, that's far more than the cost of living. Right. I, I don't know. I've always found it to be a really good value. I mean, I agree that it's safe. Um, I, I just don't think you can go wrong with it. So, yeah. I like it. Okay, Lauren, Uh-oh. put the wine glass down and pick up the cupcake. So I think we may have mentioned this a while ago that we had heard that this was coming. Um, but in Disney Springs, we're going to see the famous Sprinkles cupcakes in a cupcake ATM machine. And that is coming soon to Disney Springs. It's going to be one of the new additions. You're going to be able to walk up to an ATM. It's a hot pink ATM machine and order your cupcake. And it comes out in a little box. We saw I'm it. wondering if there's like a little guy behind there. Making we did. Them. We did. Did you see the video? There's like a little pimply face college program kid in there. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> he's just like, sprink- you know what? he's like Steve? sprinkling on the cup, the sprinkles. And then he just put plops in a box. I really so, hope there's you not know, some I, poor kid from the college program listening to this going, Hey, that's me. I'm in, I have to, I'm the one in I'm this in the, machine. I'm in the ATM. <laughs> Steve you speaks know, from I experience on this matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? So they said they're going to load them three times a day, but here's my question. How fresh are these cupcakes going to be? Yes. And, and I've had sprinkles cupcakes. There's they're one here amazing. in Atlanta. No, they're not. Awesome. They just, they're not any better than Publix, but they cost four times as much. So no, and they have a sprinkle store. They have a sprinkle. Oh, God. So yeah, they, so what is the cupcake machine for like the 3 a.m. person who's like stumbling back? And he's like, don't be talking about me like that. Steve. <laughs> because <laughs> why would you buy it out of the machine when you have no idea? It's just a novelty. Yeah. It's a novelty thing. Well, and, and you know what? OK, it's Florida. And what if what does Florida have a lot of roaches? So you've got this cupcake vending machine out in the hot sun with teeming with bugs. No. Yes. That's <laughs> absolutely true. Or it reminds me of the cupcake on a bug's life. I was, I was standing. And the- no, there's, there's a lot of wildlife in Florida. I'm just going to leave it at that. But I was standing out. Um, it was a mad, mad tea party. I was standing out there a couple weeks ago and a big rat ran by me. It was a possum. No, it was a rat. Mama, this big possum's got my cupcake. Come on. (laughs) I'm not trusting any ATMs with cupcakes (laughs) because of possible 
rodent infestations or whatever. It's going to be air conditioned. Mm, that's even better. The, the rats be. are going to go in there and go, oh, thank God. It was so hot today, but now I've got a <laughs> yeah, cupcake so hot and AC. You have any idea how hot it is being a rat with all these mice around? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's a no-go. Is and, there any and also, time on when it's going to open or no? No, it doesn't say. It just mm. says coming soon. Coming soon. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it You're sounds raid. like it's going away soon. Lauren, going, you, that's going away soon, <laughs> yeah. Lauren yeah. gets to test it out. Oh, you know. Wait, what they need next to it is a wine machine. The Self-service box, wine. The sense. box of wine machine would be perfect. Yeah, but how, would you, how would you test ID? <laughs> I don't well, know. you'd have to maybe scan your ID. Uh, yeah, we could totally yeah. make this happen. No, so, yeah, so then you could grab. Happen. Then you can grab like Joe Schmo walking by and go, "Hey, can you just scan your ID for me so I can get a glass yeah. of wine?" The closest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They cut Lauren off two hours ago. She needs another glass of wine. The closest you're going to get to that are those drive-through beer barns. What about you know that, that they have in Florida? This is probably why the. Animal poop treats went away at Animal Kingdom. They should have put it in an ATM. That would have been. And then you hold the little you hold the little container under it, and then it dispenses. Oh, it could have had a butt. (laughs) That would have been nice. It it dispenses the like a monkey butt. See, this is they they just did it. Yes, it just flings it at you. No. You put your you put your twenty dollars in and then it just starts oh. flinging. But yes, wow, that's, I'd pay twenty dollars for that. Completely in a bad place. <laughs> but that's why that didn't. They just didn't take it far enough with the uh, with the poop. Poop flavor, is funny. With the poop uh, animal treats over at Animal Kingdom. I think that's hilarious. Put it in the ATM. Could still work. Okay. Oh wow! You know, if the machine actually made the cupcake, like you could watch it go through the that would be line, awesome. That would be awesome. Fresh cupcakes on demand. You do a little convection oven in there. It's a, little, do it. a little easy bake oven. It's, Wait, what it's is this, almost like the easy bake oven in there. <laughs> I don't know. See, I I want all the baked goods all the time, but I just I, I took the kids to the sprinkles here in Atlanta, and I was like, this isn't any better than Publix. Yeah. Um, no, but they have those um, those pizza making machines. They have them in other countries, but um, where they make a fresh fresh pizza right there. And you tell it what toppings you want. It's really cool. Watch. Where is this? Um, look on um, YouTube and put in pizza vending machine. Next okay, topic. But really, oh, go sorry. check it out. Uh, it's, it's on my thing right now and I can't make it stop. <laughs> Are you watching the pizza vending machine? I, what, what was I supposed to do? Not watch it? <laughs> oh, it's, you know what? It does have a trashy girl in it. Oh, it does? Oh, I, she oh. has to order the pizza. Oh, of course. All right. So next topic. Okay. You let us know how that turns out. All right. So actually I'm up, so I'll continue talking. So, um, but I, I have a brief thing to talk about. Uh, we're going back to Epcot and they have announced the, the dates for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. It is going to be running this year from September 14th all the way through November 14th this fall. And it's longer than normal. It's about two weeks longer. So you'll get more time to eat your favorite snacks and try your your wine, Lauren. And it's going to be lovely. Can I just say, I really hope that them expanding it makes it less crowded. It because won't. last year was, it was beyond miserable. ridiculously crowded. I feel like October is worse than July. It is bad. Well, they draw the crowds. They've got a winner on their hands. Well, 
Until no, I think avoid. they should make it from September 1st to Christmas because, I mean, <laughs> you know what? If you really want to enjoy food and wine, don't go the first few days, but go in September, I guess. Yeah. yeah September is still going to be low. Week. The last week is bad. Right. Well, I mean, the, the tips we found for food and wine to actually enjoy it is go during lunch and try to go on a Get mon- out by a, five. Yeah, and go on a mon- you, Monday through yeah, Thursday. Do not go on a weekend. So do do a you know what? Thursday. Mandy and I went the first day and it was like walk ups for everything, but not like about. Wasn't I'd that a preview? Eight, it, that was it a was, preview. It was supposed to be a cast member preview. That's why she, you know, she took me. But then when we got there, they had open to everyone, which logistically I think it would have been impossible to like, be like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't, you know, buy anything. Yeah. Everyday yeah. guest because this cast members, you know, can only eat. But, but um, they, they didn't have it, it as was, public knowledge. Yeah, it, I think that's that. why it was so good because like there was no one there. It was awesome. We so, walked up for everything. But then by dinner time, I guess everyone had figured it out because it was packed because Kevin got there later that day and um, he he was like, forget it. It's too crowded. So, yeah, I'm hoping that the more they expand it, the, although it didn't help last year, they expanded it by what? A, a 10 days roughly then too. Cause it's going it to be a year to, round went, event. <laughs> it actually yeah. was open like two extra weeks longer last year and that didn't help. Mm. Well, I think it's what, nine days extra this year? Something like that. Yeah. So not too bad, but don't forget they have the other uh, attractions or, or events and happenings. They've got the celebrity chefs and uh, different culinary events, seminars. You can learn a little bit and, and just fun. They have fun. Food and wine. Chris, I'm going back to you, and we've got some fast pass changes. Okay, so Disney announced a few days ago that there are a couple changes to Fast Pass Plus. One of them is something that I think everyone I know who's used Fast Pass Plus has mentioned, which is that when you use your three Fast Passes, you're allowed to get a fourth one, but in order to do it, you have to go to a kiosk, and usually that line is full of not only people who are also trying to get their fourth fast pass, but maybe offsite guests who don't use my Disney experience and are trying to get their original fast passes. So it's, it's a little busy and who wants to take 15, 20 minutes to wait for a fast pass. So now you can do that on your phone, which is awesome. And once that fast pass is gone, you can add another. So I'm sort of hoping, I know about a year and a half ago, we had Len test on and he said that the ultimate goal of Fast Pass Plus was 12 Fast Passes or 12 experiences a day. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Oh, I think it could. There's not and even it could 12, happen like this. There's not even 12 experiences in... in. <clears throat> well, some of the parks, no. Right, but if you're park hopping, it could happen. Mm, yeah, but yeah. you can't use this for park hopping yet. yet. Eventually, though. But you also you can't right. get 12 passes. I, and, are you guys, I, are I you guys like, saying that Len Testa was wrong? <laughs> No, never. I think by experiences, they're also referring to like dinner reservations and stuff like that. Well, I know that's not what Len meant. He came on the show and he said the internal documentation said that the ultimate goal of Fast Pass Plus is so you can have 12 experiences a day, which makes perfect sense. While I love Disney, we all know how quickly things change with Disney. Yes, but I think ultimately there's got to be more than just three and then these additional ones. It's got to. I have to be honest with you. I'm fine with three. Mm-hmm. I know that's crazy. I, I would, if I'm going to be scheduled, I'd rather you just schedule the heck out of me. Uh, I, don't know. Mm. I don't buy that, Chris. That's not the way you go through a park. Well, here's the thing. Well, it's I mean, true. 
Lisa, mm. it is true. But I think that I would, when I'm with the kids, I would kind of rather have, you know, maybe five or six things scheduled and then I'd be out. Cause, cause when the kids and I have gone and we've done, our, we do them close together and then we're out. And I love that. Okay. But here's the dilemma with that. So let's say you open it up to 12 fast passes and people can book whatever they want. It's never going to work. And this is why. Because everybody's going to book the nighttime show. Everybody's going to book the parades. They're going to book the attractions. There's not going to be a way for everybody to get into all those things. You know if what I mean? everyone has a fast pass, then there is no fast pass. And but nobody's right. special. No, if uh, everybody's special. So all right, available. Steve. <laughs> right. If but if you're going to give them 12 a day, you're going to have to allow it's going to have to enable it so that you can get 12 somewhere. No, but it doesn't because I could easily, I could do seven dwarfs and Anna and Elsa and short time with Belle and lion or not lion King, a little mermaid small. I could, I could do my, I could do 10 fast passes easily and not have to go much farther out of fantasy. Land. Well, here's the, and, here's the problem. Wait, right, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. But I think they might also have different things that would have the fast pass connotation to them. You know, more meet and greets or different potty passes. I don't know. They're going to the have potty more passes things. Could, could help. Maybe yes. a really, really posh help. bathroom. Yes. Like I would sign up for the mm. luxury bathroom that doesn't have, you know, wet floors. Don't give them <laughs> any ideas. Well, don't give them ideas. The Princess problem pa- is, the problem is, is there's not enough attractions to do, to, to hold this many fast passes for people. And right now with three, you can't book what you want to book already. So there's no way. But they would open up more spaces. What I would love to see them do is three. And if you're, if you have a park hopper, you get, you get six a day. You can do three in one park, three in another park. Well, that would be, that would, that could work maybe. That would be ideal. And that would help sell fast pass or um, park hoppers. It would, because a lot of people aren't doing the park hoppers now because they're like, right. It's complicated with the the fast pass system. And then I lose out. The other thing with the fast pass is if you can get the fourth and fifth on your phone, which is nice, you don't have to wait at the kiosk. But, and I haven't done it in a while, but I never got a fourth or fifth because what's it, left is usually it's crummy. like dumb. It's like yeah, it's like why the <laughs> time that you spent nothing, getting that fast pass, you could have gone through the line. There's nothing good. Ex- right. I mean, there is nothing I, left, so I can't even imagine twelve. But <laughs> but the fourth and fifth is like uh, you know like things that are just walk on. That's not entirely true because I mean, like now, Small World isn't a walk on. Well, yeah. Essentially, very few things are a walk on anymore. We right. waited. We yeah. waited. I think it was twenty five or thirty minutes for um, Journey into the Imagination in January. I tell. I always tell people that that getting a fourth fast pass without waiting twenty to thirty minutes for it is like spotting a unicorn. Right. <laughs> All right. So that's good. So at least you could get it. And if you wanted to do, but it's every time I've seen them, it's been the, you know, it's been like the, I don't know, the A ticket attractions yeah. that, that you can get it for. So you could get Country Bears or Journey to Imagination. Wait a minute. Or, Are you saying Country uh, Bears is uh, not a uh, worthy attraction? I don't even think it even has fast passes, but that's at least a I mean? C ticket. But you could get, I, I'm, it's, it's probably, I don't know. I could go look. I actually okay. have a book. What do you want to know? <laughs> but anyways. Country Bear Jamboree, is that so, an A ticket, no, B ticket? it's not even a fast pass. I know. No. Yes, I know. Old days. Okay. Anyway. Oh, but anyways. old days. Oh, I have one. I don't know where it is, though. But um, 
And Chris, the other good news about fast passes is what was the other part of the story that was kind of cool? The other one is they're calling it, is it called story time? Story time with and Chris Wood. And Lisa. Yes, it's story time with Chris Wood. Let me tell you about walking uphill in the snow both ways to school. Uh. No, it's okay. So initially when fast pass plus and my Disney experience came out, you, we were told that you would go to meet and greets and you would walk into the park and, and you'd be greeted based upon the limited range GPS in your magic band. It'd be, Hey, how's it going? Um, Chris Wood or whatever. <clears throat> but now, you know, that really hasn't happened. So that's going into play next month. So you're going to start seeing that with meet and greets and, uh, you know, possibly other that'll be expanded into other areas. Yeah. One of the things I read was that um, you may see like a happy birthday wish on a float during a parade. If it's your birthday and your birthday's on your reservation. Huh. That would be interesting. That would be right? so hard though. Could you what imagine like, like, you know, the main street electric light parade with the big drum coming by all of a sudden says happy birthday, Lauren. Here's a glass of wine. And you know what? I'm going to think of the opposite to that. All the people who are saying, you know what? I went to Disney and it was my birthday. And do you know what? Not one birthday wish from they the didn't parade. do anything. Yeah. That is tough. I because want my we, money back. We hear that all the time. We'll say, you know, people will say, oh, you know, I got the birthday button and no one wished me happy birthday. Is that possible? No. Oh, it happens I, all I don't the time. That. I, I, they didn't have it on. They're lying. No, no, it happens all the time. Mm. I hear people all the time who will say, gosh, you know, we had our just married button on, but only one or two people ever said anything to I take, us. I take that off because it's like so many people. Maybe it's yeah. because you're so awesome, Maybe, Steve. It could be. Like, Happy birthday. Well, they say that usually, yeah, they just say it to me when I'm walking around anyways. Yes, no, but they, they, they are um, eagle eyes for those buttons. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I have heard people say I didn't get wished happy birthday or I felt that, you know, nothing special happened. Oh. I do hear that where people complain that they didn't have a magical moment and you yes. can't go to Disney expecting, you know, people to do cartwheels in front of you and throw glitter in your face. Honestly, that just, happens when you least expect. Right. That is actually a difficult thing to answer, though, because, you you know, when somebody says that, you don't want to feel like you're telling them stop being, you know, ha stop having these expectations. I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. Well, the extra special moments are only extra special if they're extra special moments. And unexpected. You yeah, yeah, they're unexpected. that on a pillow. Yes. I, well, the, <laughs> and then give it to the it's person so who wants their extra special moment. Um, no, people, I mean, Disney has such a reputation for providing that magic. And people that go and have just a great time, they are disappointed because they didn't get picked to be the Grand Marshal or they didn't get, uh, you know, to sleep in Cinderella's castle. Well, sorry. You know, we get asked a lot, um, hey, how can my kid be in the parade? You know, I mean, th people do have kind of expectations and I don't know if this kind of thing sets people, some people, not all people up for maybe a little bit of disappointment. Well, and and then they say, they they indicate that they want to buy their way into it. And folks, you cannot buy your way into that. No. It's not happening. Where would you like to see some of the things with the new, you know, Magic Band enhancements? Like what rides? I'd like to walk into my room and for it to light up. Hello, Chris. <laughs> You're looking, when I look in the mirror, I'd like it to go, your hair looks great, Chris. Uh, that that would go. be magical. You could at the, at the, uh, 
what is it? The Grand Floridian. They have the TVs in the mirror over yes. at the uh, oh yeah, that's DVC, right. and it could just you know what? Chris Sharpie. I'm envisioning mirror mirror on the wall. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> lie to me, lie to me, magic Wait. mirror. I have to I have to think that the magic the extra special magic bands that they sell for holidays and limited editions are going to have certain things that happen at the attractions or whatever that don't happen for the standard gray mm. purple because or the the kind of like the the, the Halloween that- party magic band is going to activate things that an, or a non Halloween party magic band I can see that taking shape because then people they're so gonna they they're gonna sell those special magic bands because they do something special for that would this be genius event. of them well uh, well well now they're gonna do it they're thing, gonna steve. do it yeah i, I mean that just but, makes sense steve it would be nice oh but i and I, the one I, re- I would really like to see something unique is over at haunted mansion which i gotta think that they'll incorporate something um maybe in the final sequence with the, the, magic the technology band. advancements that they've done at Haunted Mansion already have been incredible. Yeah. Like with the head switching and all the stuff yeah. in, the, in, the, in the final. Yeah. That's creepy. It, it is really cool. So you might get an extra special scene if you have the Haunted Mansion magic band that you paid fifty nine ninety nine for at the, uh, when you go through that scene. I can't imagine how much more elaborate they can make it. You know, switching heads is pretty cool. Well, I guess Do you I'm think they would ever sell like an unlimited fast pass magic band? No. No. Maybe. That you that you could park hop with? No, the only we got we got one. We had one for a press event and that but it was only for a media event. And and um unfortunately they didn't tell any of us that it was actually <laughs> <laughs> that it actually was unlimited. Um so I don't know if anybody even knew but it it, it was uh you know, you just walked up and you got on. So it was nice. But I don't think they'll ever. I mean, there's always rumor of maybe doing them for conventions of some kind or, but they just do them for press events now and then that I've seen and that's it. So they have the technology to do it. They just don't, I can't imagine. People would be, they're already upset about seasonal ticket prices or whatever. Can you imagine how upset they would be if for $300 a person you could get a unlimited, like at Universal? Yeah. I still think it could happen. It might. For the right price. I mean, people would pay it. They pay for VIP tours. Mm-hmm. They're going to be. I would, but here's the thing that might stop people from paying for VIP tours. Right? That's true, too. What, one so, of the things I enjoy about Disney is that they're very democratic as far as you could be staying at Pop and you're treated as well as someone at Grand Floridian. You have the same privileges once you're an on-site guest. Um, as any, regardless of where you're staying. And I really hope they never get to the point where they sell that kind of magic band or access. I don't know. I just had my Bernie Sanders moment. <laughs> okay. Um, I need to roll along cause Steve's rolling his fingers at me. So I'm going to push on to the next topic and that is going to be with Sharpie and, um, animal kingdom park. As predicted, as heard, uh, Rivers of Light will be making its debut on Earth Day. Uh, there will be a couple limited preview events 
uh, in the in the days leading up to, uh, just so the cast members can learn to manage crowds and get a get a better feel for how all of that's going to work out once they get the the park packed uh, and get the viewing area packed and see how many people they can fit in and get logistics worked out. Uh, but Rivers of Light will be launching on Earth Day. Very cool. Which, animal which was what Sharpie had predicted. I know. So it's what? It's April 22nd? Yep. Yep. All right. Sure thing. Okay. And hopefully soon they put into place um, those dining reservations to go along with it. I have a lot of people waiting for that. Yeah. I, I, I think that's going to be really big. <clears throat> it will be. Especially with the limited seating that, that we've all kind of predicted. So yeah, I'm really excited to see the show. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know when I'm gonna be able to see it, but oh, gonna have to figure it out. Lisa, Lisa, you and I are gonna see it in May. Yes, we'll see it in May. That'll be good. All right, Steve, you're going to Disney Springs and Fulton's. Yeah. So a lot of changes over at Disney Springs, Fulton's Crab House, which we talked about on one of the previous shows. It's uh, gonna close around. They're thinking around April third. Uh, it's going to be down for a while, but when it reopens, it's going to have kind of a nice, crisp, luxurious, kind of modern yacht feel. Uh, and they're going to have a lushly appointed rooftop lounge, which I think will be very popular. Very uh, exciting. I know. It sounds like it'll be nice and it's, and it's going to be right on the water. There's also a waterfront bar. Uh, so anything on the water is kind of nice. I like to go to a restaurant, sit outside, and they've got that big lake over at Disney Springs with they never really utilized with any of the restaurants. But now with the re-theming uh, to Disney Springs, a lot of things are opening up like right on the waterfront. And they have a uh, build-your-own fish boil, which I'm not even sure. I don't think that what sounds... What that is? Yeah. <laughs> is I, it like shrimp and uh, or crab and shrimp and corn kind of deal like I, you do on I'm, the beach? I guess so. Maybe. Anyway, so... Um, and they have an oyster shucking bar uh, on the books. And of course, you know, fresh seafood, which they're famous for and the same kind of signature dishes they had before. I mean, they probably have non-seafood items. On yeah, the menu, they, right? they have a yeah. steak. And a yeah, they have steak and chops, it said. Okay. Lauren, we're in. We're good. <laughs> we're covered, Lise. All right, Lauren, let's go to the plaza. So I was just in uh, Disney World last week and I was with a bunch of people. We went to the Magic Kingdom. We didn't have a reservation. It was kind of a last minute decision to go there. And we were looking for some place to eat. So I said, well, why don't we do the plaza if we can get in? There was about eight of us. I said, and let's see if they can take us at some point tonight. So we walked up and they said, well, we don't have any reservations right now, but we can put you on the list and it'll be about it was like an hour and a half and we will text you when your table is ready. You can go out and play and enjoy the park and you'll get a text. You'll have 15 minutes to come back and claim your table if you want it. Nice. Oh, that's so nice. And I was like, I like this. <laughs> so I just thought I would share. I think it might be something that they're, that maybe they're testing or I don't know, but it was great. Wow. And, Interesting. And yeah. An hour and literally to the T an hour and a half later, I got a text message saying my table was ready. Nice. The only disadvantage would be if you're in a long line and you're kind of sitting there or if you're starving when you went up to try to find a place to eat. But that's right. nice if um, you're flexible. Right. If you have the time and mm -hmm. or if you go at like four o'clock and they say it's two hours. Yeah. You know. 
So, and I don't really make that work. Chris, you need to ask about that because I should have asked if they're doing that at other locations. Okay. See if you can find out. Ask, ask around when you're there. I'll spend all day tomorrow doing that. No, just ask. No, I'm kidding. Of, no, just ask at one of the restaurants. I will. You know what? I'm going to be in Epcot tomorrow, so I'll I'll ask in Epcot as well. Okay. I'm just curious if it's just like a test they're doing with the plaza, or if it's. I should have asked that, and I didn't. And after I walked away, I'm like, wow, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so yeah. I think I texted you one afterwards. You I was did. Like, wow, that's pretty cool. You were so excited. You were like, remind me to tell you about the plaza. I did. I was excited about it. Doesn't take much. Anything that makes life easier, I'm all for. Oh, I yeah, know. exactly. Because we we actually not. I mean, I, th- I think it was back in early December. We we were kind of complaining that there there is nothing for walk up these days. So yeah. no. it's kind of exciting. Well, except for Skipper Canteen. Yeah, yeah. And then you which can we could have walk walked in. into, but I showed them the menu and they were all like, mm, "Plaza sounds better." Yeah, <laughs> burger and salad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The pro- the plaza is great for. Price and price, it's a, yeah, it's a great walk up. We should be talking about it so much because oh, it's, it's Disney nice. listens, then they'll be like, Oh, yeah, we need to change that price. Change price. Not to mention, no. people are going to go and it's going to be more crowded. That's yes. true. We have to stop sharing all the good stuff. Yeah, it's only to our disadvantage. Do you know where all of you of people should ourselves. eat? Everybody go eat at Mar- Marrakesh. It's excellent. Y'all will love it. <laughs> yeah. We'll Thank be, you for it later. We'll be at Le Chef's. <laughs> Wait until you see the belly dancers. They're the best. They're the best. And the green, the mint tea. Mint it's tea. delicious. It is. I still it's have not, not too there? sweet at all. I have not eaten there yet still. It's the only restaurant I think in Epcot. I have. That it's, and um, Macherpois I haven't eaten at. Oh, you would like that. I know. Every time we book it, we wind up canceling it. Mm-hmm. Maybe December. Are we? Oh, that's right. Okay. So we have a new thing on the show. Every week, we're going to pick a random mouse chat commenter on mousechat.net on Steve's stories. And we will send that person some swag, some random swag. And this week's winner is Dave and Robin Muck. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to read the exciting comment? Yeah. Okay. Disney's Hollywood Studios launch bay is great. We were there last week. The stormtroopers were marching in pairs around the courtyard and then stopping and saying, citizen, don't panic. This area is under the protection of the First Order. The early concept art for planned Star Wars attractions is amazing as well. Love the show. Listen every week and use the advice. Thank you, DNR. Well, thank you, Dave and Robin. Yeah, and they can send uh, their address, shipping address to comments at mousechat.net. And we'll get them some goodies. Yay, goodies. I hope there's not something you're baking that you're sending. You mean like actual <laughs> goodies, not like goody goodies. I would be very surprised if Steve could turn the oven on to a specific degree setting. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think you need to teach him how to bake, Lisa. I think I could. It'll be on a future show. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. Don't forget to call one of our wonderful agents if you need any assistance in planning your trip. We're going to switch it up a little here. If you have comments or questions for us, use our Facebook page and you can search on Mouse Chat. Find us there and leave your comments for us. Yeah, and also on this show, just go to the show notes at the bottom. And if you enter a comment on any of the shows uh, from here going forward, uh, we pick one random one every week and we send you some Mouse Chat swag. 
Swag. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can go to iTunes and you can also go to mousechat.net. You can download them there. And you can also leave us some <laughs> feedback. If you haven't left a rating over at iTunes, you can go to iTunes as well and uh, rate us there. Thank you for joining us this week. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs>